and welcome to Channel 2, where we have more Jews than your local news. What up, squad? Here we go. It's me, Adam Pex. Requiem for Tuesday, welcome back. How's it going? I got the I got the coffee and the water set up. You got to have both. I mean, ideally, the ideal breakfast beverage palette, if you will, is coffee, OJ, water. But it's like, who's willing to fork all that money up? Because every place is overcharging on beverage anyway. So now I got, oh, $3 for coffee. $4 for OJ, no refills? It's like, hmm, I'll just have a water, please. It's fucking Minute Maid anyway. Like, give me a goddamn break. You know what I mean? You're not, who's squeezing oranges back there? Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Anyway, welcome to the show. Um, I'll get my plugs out of the way because they're the same every time and it doesn't matter. Uh, follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. Um, some news, you know, uh, you know, keep up with some news. Some things are coming. I'm going to get into that right after the intro, but the Instagram would uh, provide that information. We're going kind of non-linear here, so you'll it'll all make sense in the end. What's in what was in Marcellus's briefcase? I mean, come on, just kidding. It was a MacGuffin. We all know. Don't I'm not I'm just it's part of the bit. Anyway, <laughs> um, where was I at? Yeah, so do that. Link in bio takes you to all the cool stuff. You know, listen, I got Wolf X. That's my uh, solo jams. If you like to dance, or you know laugh at people who aren't good that's potential give me some feedback you know let me know hit me up um i make beats <laughs> um and also multiplex the 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 band i am in we're excellent i gotta say in the process of doing a mix and master who knows when that'll be around but in the meantime plenty of goods out there we get weird it's fun um, and of course, this please rate, review, subscribe. You know, it's a it's a steady climb, but the climb is climbing. So it's like Sylvester Stallone in Ooh, I was gonna say over the top, but that's that's the fucking arm wrestling movie. Over the top mountain movie, right? Nope, it's Cliffhanger. Better title, even better. God, Sylvester Stallone, I mean, I don't get it, but I get it at the same time, because it's like, cliffhanger? That's hard as fuck, I can't even front. Man, I love coffee. I also really, I'm getting pretty into these morning recordings. Maybe I should get on the radio, right? So even less people could listen to me. Um... Right off the bat, it's a sad day today as uh, this recording is happening. Um, you know, the Lakers won. It's awful. I'll, I'm going to get to it in Sports Corner, everybody's favorite segment. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not happy about it. It's, uh, I, you know, LeBron, you're just corny, bro. And, you know, I'll do a whole thing, but... Uh, I just had to get that out of the way. It's pretty pressing news. You're just corny, bro. And uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, but as I alluded to a little bit in uh, the intro there, merch is uh, in full swing. I have most of it. I'm waiting on some international travel. Um... You all know how customs go, right? That's what everybody seems to say. You know what I mean? Have you ever spoken to someone talking about international shipping? And they're like, man, you know, I went through customs. You know how that is. Does everybody just know exactly what that entails and what that even means? Because um, if the answer is yes, then me too. Sure. Whoops. Um, but it's exciting. 
Um, so yeah, just waiting on like one package. Uh, should be here by the next episode, ideally. So hopefully by then everything's like ready to go and up. Um, and like I said, if that interested, uh, my Instagram would be the spot for updates on that. But uh, no matter what, I'll bring it up on the show. Um, but I'm very excited about that. Long time in the making. I was talking about that like on episode like three. I was like, all right, let's get this shit running. Because I was like, if if maybe um I decide to keep going, it's like yeah, like you're gonna turn down the opportunity to just get to talk the whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was ever a chance that I wasn't gonna fucking ramble on for fucking the rest of my life. Basically, come on. Who was I kidding? I was just a kid. Things were different back then. Um, the second continuation thing, whatever number, who knows? This could have been like the ninth thing on the list already. We're fucking six minutes in. It's already gone way off the rails. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, anyway, uh, I mentioned I was working on a film project. Let's just say that that's not going as planned. That. It's not getting scrapped, so I guess I'll just kind of tell you what the original plan was. Uh, so the goal was that I was going to do, like, a feature-length silent film. Okay? Now, you're probably already thinking, that's a terrible idea. And you may be correct. That's fine. Um, but the thing was really just, I feel like no movie... I've said this on the show before, I believe. No movie really shows what Chicago is like. Anything set in Chicago is terrible at doing so. Um, Ferris Bueller does, like, the prettiest spots, you know, which is great. You know, at least they get to Wrigley, you know what I mean? It's not all just, like, downtown. Town. Everything is just so downtown or, like, River North, which is basically the same thing. And I just don't like it. <clears throat> I'd like to see a real representation. Just, like, show me a goddamn neighborhood. Just one of them. For real, once, you know. Wicker Park. Hi, if you haven't, don't watch the movie. That's not the recommendation. It's Please listen to my Wicker Park episode where I absolutely gut that movie apart. It was fun to do. Uh, I can't believe I watched that whole movie. Still to this day. Anyway. So the plan was... It was going to have, like, a very loose plot that would be set up very quickly at the beginning. The The premise was basically just like, oh, this dude has to do a bunch of, quote, drops. That could mean whatever you want it to mean. I was just going to buy, like, mini discs and <clears throat> put them in envelopes and be like, okay, these are the drops. And it's like, oh, what is that? So that would give it, like, some weird edge to it. So it'd be like, what is this kid dropping off? Is this stuff serious? It doesn't matter anyway. Uh, and then that would just be an excuse to just take a bunch of exterior shots. And that's really all it would be. Just, oh, look at this building. Look at that building. Here's this. Look at this. What a nice day. It sounds riveting, I know. But anyway, so I, <laughs> I got, I went out and got some footage. Cut that together. And loosely. And like 20 minutes of it is about as much as you can take. And luckily, I didn't take much more than that. Because um, that would have been a huge waste. But um, I definitely plan on doing something with it. That I just still don't know exactly what. Um, and then the end goal was that I was going to score the whole thing. So it would have just been like a way for me to actually get to score something and like really create a lot of music, like over an hour and 20 minutes, ideally, you know. Um, <clears throat> but no, that didn't come to be, which is why I started with exterior and didn't want to do any of the actual, like, scenes, because, uh, yeah, there was just a chance that it wouldn't have worked, and, hey, gave it the old college try. Um, so, but yeah, watch out for that project at some point. Uh, the real reason I bring it up <coughs> is because... Um, <clears throat> that project is what was currently filling, is currently filling the time, uh, between me doing weekly episodes, or at least that's the excuse that I wanted to give for that. <clears throat> um, that's still going to be the case for now. 
but the original timeline on that thing was like December. I definitely want to move that up. So hopefully we'll be back on a weekly schedule a lot sooner now. <clears throat> uh, but I don't want to give like a specific time just yet. Uh, I don't know how apparent that was, but I was just battling a mucus fight. I don't know. There was a membrane attacking me. Um, we hawked the loogie. You know, we took out the enemy. Problem solved, but <laughs> I apologize if I was getting a little throaty. I had some goo. <laughs> I had some goo in my esophagus. Had to get that taken care of. Uh, but yeah. We're going we're going back weekly sooner rather than later. It really just depends on um how much I enjoy editing the film project which I hate doing. And it depends on how quickly I can come up with some killer tracks to track over it. Oh, I just have so much throaty, mouthy, chesty stuff going on. <laughs> um, my apologies. <laughs> but uh yeah, so that's the that's the state of the union. Completed. Uh so yeah, exciting things. Big news. Uh keeping up with some exciting things. As I'd mentioned, I fr I think just on the last episode, I had barely begun watching New Girl. I don't know how far in I was at the time. Couldn't have been more than like season two. Okay, whatever I said was true, and I stick to it. But uh, at this point, I'm almost done, so I really went deep. I'm on season five, I think pretty late in it. So I'm going to talk about it now because I'm frank, frankly, like I kind of overdid it and I'm a little sick of it. I'm in the middle of a break, which um, definitely came in handy. There's going to there's going to be a lot to talk about in this in this here. Our fat deluxe. OK. New girl. It's 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 good. OK. <laughs> I'm going to start with that because I don't want to be taken the wrong way here. But I mean, could it be more overblown? I also want to say no. Because the hype for it is like insane. There is like a cult following, like not brony level, obviously, but like new girl stands are super about it. And uh, it's concerning because it's like if you just watch some other shows, I think your mind will change a lot. You know, it's not the most original thing on earth. It kind of seemed like it was going to be like, oh, she's so quirky, which was the worst part. Okay, I don't find it charming. Like sometimes I do. And Zoe Deschanel is pretty funny. Like she has good just general comedic timing. Uh, but bad corny singing is not funny. It never has been funny. That is lazy shit. And personally, I hate it when someone just takes a melody of a song and then like horribly, uncomfortably changes the words to make it about a thing, you know, and they just do that. That's like one of the, one of the specialties early on pretty rough. Speaking of pretty rough, I'm currently battling a mucus war. Now my nose is, like, leaking. I don't know what's going on, frankly. The seasons are changing. I woke up at 4 in the morning with acid reflux. I feel like a 50-year-old man. I don't know what's going on today. Uh, on a new girl side note, actually, one second. We're gonna, I'm going to dive back in. Don't you worry. I'm sure you're either very upset or very interested at the least. <laughs> um, but I just want to say, like, on the on the whole theme of just, like, apartment politics, not even politics, just, like, moving, I guess, like, the, the struggles and the urgency and things like that, 
it's like if you're willing, it really is that easy. Like you can get a new apartment literally any day of the week forever. You know what I mean? Like you could just hop on and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll stay here. And they're like, all right, sign here. You know, I don't care if I know you or not. I find that to be terrifying and a bad move probably. Just saying. But I just feel like uh, when your, f- your first move seems so crazy. It's like, I got to do what now? I have to, like, have tabs on all this cash, and I have to, like, know where it goes so I can, like, have some. You know what I mean? It's just, like, hard to wrap your head around. Um, But, like, once you get over the hump, you realize it is just, like, such not a big deal. It's, like, how I feel now about, like, getting a house. Like, that seems daunting. You know what I mean? To me, that seems like oh, such an impossible feat again, right? And then one day it'll just be like, oh, well, I'm going to go get like three more of these bad boys because I got hella Skrilla. You know what I mean? Um, It's the same type of thing. I don't know. Like, is that why the magic of Christmas goes away? Are people just trying to be sentimental like is it like oh when i was a kid it was exciting is that really what it is i don't think that the magic is gone i think you're just not excited for it because you know how it works like you know the logistics it's been going on every year you know when you were a kid christmas was coming up coming up and then all of a sudden it hit and you're like oh my god what's gonna happen but it's like now that you know like you gotta buy gifts and you gotta do all that I don't think that the magic of it goes away. It's just that, like, you understand it. You've done it. You know what I mean? Moving for the first time was, like, it was still hella terrible. You know what I mean? You hated carrying a thing up three flights of stairs. But it was like, oh, shit, I'm doing it, right? It was all there. It was just, like, Christmas morning. Oh, my God. And then what happened when you got your second apartment? And you're like, oh, fuck. I gotta fucking move again. This is the worst. I don't want to have to do this ever. So I think it's the same thing. If you lose it after one apartment, the fact that Christmas stays cool for like, I don't know, 10 years? Am I, is that too soon? <laughs> did, I, did I spoil the magic too early? Were people into Christmas until they were like 18? I don't really know. I just feel like Christmas had a good shelf life. You know what I mean? Moving, only fun once. Only exciting once. Probably never fun. You know, Christmas had a good run. Let's not act like it. You know what I mean? It's not over. (laughs) Still going. Maybe you've changed. Okay? That's, I don't know. I don't know how we got here. I definitely lost myself on my own argument in the middle there somewhere. I was like, wait a second, did I just prove my my own other my own antagonist? <laughs> did I just prove to be my own foil? Tune in next week to find out. Okay, but here's what I'll say about New Girl. Absolutely love Jake Johnson. Goes without saying, you know, Chicago boy. You pretty much got me right there. That's just how that works. I mean, Chicago, again, I don't know if this is just a Chicago thing. I know uh, this isn't Sports Corner yet, but I think it might just be where, like, we root for guys after they leave. I'm sure that other people do that, you know, like, to points. Um, But it's straight up, like, you know, Alshon Jeffrey was catching passes against the Patriots and were like, fuck yeah, go Eagles. It's like, I'm not rooting for the Eagles. I'm just rooting for Alshon. I want Alshon to shine, but I somehow want them to lose. You know, it's it's a tough balance. But, like, Jimmy? Can't wait to talk about Jimmy. Love Jimmy. He's one of ours, but he's not. You know what I mean? He's not from here. It's a weird thing. Anyway. Jake Johnson's great. My initial thoughts on sh- the Schmidt guy. I forget his name. Max Greenfield? Fell? I don't know. I apologize, sir. Initially, it's like, okay, this should clearly just be John Mulaney. You guys missed it. You should have given this to him. And I think that he could have been in the show the whole time in the in place of that. And it would probably 
overall would have been a huge improvement still because let's just face it, he's the best. But Schmidt came into his own, and that's okay. We're going to get to that. <laughs> There's, It's really the politics of the show drive me insane. Uh, who do we got next? Coach at first, horrific character, but it's like Damon Wayans for sure should be in this cast, right? But wow, was he terrible for a minute. Um, And then Winston, I mean, becomes the best character to the point where I'm at right now. 100% underutilized and completely like a waste of like the acting talents of Lamorne Morris, okay? Because like all he's been doing is shining, so it's like what the fuck were you guys thinking this whole time? Okay, we'll get to that. I'm just doing my little overview. Uh CC, you know, whatever. Uh you know, I don't care. I get it. I get it. It's the typical male perspective. <laughs> I don't like the girls on New Girl. You know, it should be their show. Whatever. I'm sorry. The thing that always didn't... The only thing that always like pushed me away from it in the first place is just the title. The second... The show came out. I remember seeing ads for it, and I'm like, "That's a that show's not good because it's after one season, the title's pointless unless there's a new girl every season." So I hate that. Um, what is up with them changing the title card mid season? Horrific! And then they did all those like sexy boy body shots. Not a better alternative. I gotta say. You know, and then they take the jingle out, and it's like, I kind of started to like it. I hated it at first. Definitely don't like the full song version. But that little cut down, like, you know, four-second intro, I got into it. I'm disappointed they took that away. I guess the point is that they, like, wanted to feature it as a, like, everybody's the star. Like, this is now officially an ensemble show. Um, Whatever. I mean... You don't really need to change the title card. I don't know. I didn't like that move. <laughs> but uh, that's just a little semantics. So let's let's get into let's get into the real meat of this pie here. Okay, I'm a shepherd. Let's eat. Um, I just think that they have they throughout the show. There's just a lot of identity crisis crises. Is that the proper pluralization? I don't know. They just like don't know what sh- what type of show they want it to be, okay? So they want to do like the narratives that have like the big drama arcs that like people care about. Like they wanted to have like their Jim and Pam, which I think they reference in the show. Like, haha, it's so funny to talk about the thing that you are actually doing anyway. You know, like if you were somehow not doing that, and then referenced it as if you were. And it was like a clever thing. That's fine. I, I don't like, I don't know. South Park is the only one that can do on the nose effectively. Because they do it so on the nose that you're forced to be like, oh my God, this is so honest. <laughs> you know? And that's the rough part. Because the like the pandemic special, for example, if you haven't seen it, just go fucking watch it. It is just like, yep, they nailed it again. And it was so fucking funny. So, do that. But yeah, I mean, anyway, the the drama never feels dramatic enough because they don't they they don't develop the characters in that way. They develop them all through jokes. You know, I feel like that was the most effective thing about Friends. Obviously, it sucked at the end. We don't even need to talk about it. The last like two plus seasons, definitely the last two. You know, I, I I can't remember exactly where season, like, seven was. Probably still was already declining. But, like, they built real drama because you kind of knew everybody. 
like for real. You knew everybody's background, and yes, they did build it through comedy, but people like actually got sad. They had like real dramatic arcs that happened. Obviously, the Ra- the Ross and Rachel thing, very famous, but like it worked. Any of the drama in new like you don't feel it. You don't go along the ride. It just happens. I don't know how to explain it other than that. <laughs> But it doesn't unfold in any real or authentic way. They ru- I think that they rushed them into the relationship also. It happened like right away. And then like they just broke up and they were just like cool about it. It's things like that. And then it's just like, okay, let's write another episode and we'll act like none of that really happened. We'll do it in true sitcom fashion. It's just like... You have to put closure on these long, serious things. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like, oh, love I was in love with you, but now we can just chill. It's cool. And I get it. Like, yeah, technically it wasn't. And they had like little squabbles. But it was, it, I don't know. It's just like, I'm just, I'm supposed to buy this. I'm supposed to buy that. She couldn't live with her other ex. Obviously, that guy was terrible, but you know what I mean? And now she's just going to live with this ex, no problem. And not try to move out again. It's just, it's hard to buy. It's hard to buy. Um, Yeah. And, for, and also, it's like, everybody comes on at different times, right? Because I thought that Schmidt was very annoying and just like a little... It was too much at first. And then he very slowly became like the star central best guy. And then at one point, and then like for the relationship part, it was Jake Johnson, Nick, I believe. I'm go. I'm gonna go between actor and character names for these people, because uh, that's just the kind of wacky mood I'm in. Okay. But at one point he was like the central guy because they just chose it, and then, you know, meanwhile, Winston, basically doesn't have any part in it. And he'll, like, come in and say a thing. And it's like, I don't really know what this guy would do or say. Because I don't know who this is. I don't know anything about him. You know what I mean? They did the whole basketball arc thing. And then they just, like, don't even mention it anymore. Like, it's really casual. And he was, like, a totally different guy at first. And then he just became, like, the wacky, goofy guy. Which, uh, I mean, suits it very well. You know, don't get me wrong. I think it was the right move. But, uh, like, where did that come from? You know, there were three other seasons of the show. Like, they just didn't put any thought into continuity or, like, oh, maybe we should write for all of these characters at once. You know, instead of letting a guy just kind of be in the background for three seasons. You know? And then it's like, oh, Coach is back, so now... Now we're going to write him in. And he was definitely underdeveloped and wasn't ready and was rushed. At least it felt like it because he was just such exaggerations. Like they just go would go so big all the time. It There's no like real personality to it. It's just like all one like giant exaggeration of a character. If that even makes sense. I don't know. I'm a little rambly. But then, you know, Coach coming in brought out the Winston ability. And then as he became the cop, that was cool. And also these people just go through stretches of just like not working for like a long time. And they just don't feel like really resolving it or doing anything about it. You know, I don't don't know. Like some of the premises get really interesting and they're clever. And some of the writing can be really sharp. And, like, on a joke level, they definitely nail it. I just think, like, they wanted to be this comedy drama that you're, like, invested in, but it also makes you laugh. And it's like, really? The show could just be funny. They don't need to have arcs at all. If they that That's what hurts it. Like, the arc parts are lame because it's like, I I still don't really feel any connection to these people So because all the things happen super irrationally. Everybody just breaks up and stays friends because they're the characters in the show. But then, you know, everybody else, it's like a horrific thing. It just doesn't add up. None of it adds up. 
But as far as like, oh, can we nail setups and punchlines? Like, yeah, that type of chemistry and, you know, the writing for that is all there. It's all right there. Gold mines. I don't know. I just think they would like they're better suited on the self-contained episodes where it's just like we have a crazy premise. Let's just nail it. I'm not really interested in having these people like find themselves because you haven't told me who they are really. You know? Like there's no predictable behavior is a thing. You can't really characterize anyone at any given point. And now granted I still have some time to go, but that's just where I'm at with it. It's just too inconsistent in tone. But, like, general quality is good, <laughs> if that makes sense. So, I, I'm really liking it. I'm pleasantly surprised. That sounds like a, like a mostly bad thing that I just went through. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's the issue I have with it. That's why I'm not, like, through the roof. Like, everybody, I couldn't believe I didn't listen. It's like, no, I get it. I, I, I get it. This is, like, enjoyable. But I just feel like, you know, the subreddit must be intense for New Girl. It's just one of those things that for whatever reason, there's a big attachment to, but I, I don't see it. You know what I mean? Once I finish, I don't see myself revisiting. It's one of those. Like, much like... Happy Endings, which I said I wanted to juxtapose it to because they're somewhat related, you know. Um, you know, they had the Damon Wayans thing. I think the thing was he wanted, or he was under contract with Happy Endings and they, like, let him do New Girl in case they didn't get picked up and then, like, they did get picked up. So that's why, like, Coach had to leave or whatever. It's something like that. Um... But again, like I said, Winston, at this point in the show, let me just reiterate, is my favorite character. He's fucking amazing. Love that he's got, like, the relationship with Cece. Like, that 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 part works. Like, they found the right role at this point, but it's like, why did it take this long? That's just what's upsetting. Um, but Happy Endings was kind of the same thing. They were trying to do the both thing. Like, oh, we're going to have gripping emotional storylines between these characters but it's also going to be funny and then i saw they did like a one of those covid specials and theirs was pretty good it was very similar to like the parks and rec one with like way less production value but that's okay um you know it doesn't really need anything with it because like you know it's just straight up a more traditional thing um but I also watched their, like, Q&A session, and the, like, creator-writer guy basically was like, yeah, the fans didn't really give a shit whenever we tried to write a serious thing, so we just kind of stopped. And uh, let me tell you, that's when the show took off. The first season was, like, pretty eh. But then the second season was, like, a lot better. And then the third season was like, oh, man, they really hit a stride. And it was on, like... Arrested development level joke levels. So that was why I started watching that show anyway. I, I kept reading it, get compared to shows like that, like Arrested or um, Community, which is like, whoa. Uh, but I, I get it in terms of like, in terms of creative joke level, where it's like, you got to really be on your toes because they're throwing them at you a hundred percent agree you know by the end of it and i wish it had been like that the whole time but still overall i mean i would say that's a better show you know and probably deserved a way longer run uh i don't like the lead guy but i love that they eventually just because of his look like his hair and his facial hair and they eventually just devote all of their time to making fun of how terrible he looks <laughs> and I, you know what I mean? It's just like they nail it. And that show becomes just how can we just set up and knock out as many jokes as we possibly can? Because they realize like, oh, this show doesn't work trying to do the whole thing. Like we don't have that. 
but everybody worked so well together. And it's really disappointing that that show ended. Let's bring it back. Still, I'd still be down. Because they showed on their special that they still got it. I mean, a lot of talent on that show. That's where, like, the Avengers directors started out. Like, the Russo brothers. And other there's other big names that were involved with the show, too. Like, it was, it's just, like, an insane group of creative people. And that's why it all worked out. Um... And I like that Nugo referenced it at one point. They're like, he was chilling with <laughs> like another group of white people or something. Hilarious. But uh, like if you juxtapose the shows, like they kind of go battle for battle. But for my money, like that third season, I, I don't know. They crushed it. And I mean, they just have better characters. Like Max is a great character. And let's just let's just get this out of the out there in the open. Alicia Cuthbert, way too hot for TV. I'm sitting here watching that show and like my jaw is on the floor every time. Now I don't know if it's just like a personal thing for me, because I remember when the movie uh The Girl Next Door came out. And for those of you who don't know, uh what's his name emile hirsch plays a nice kid nice horny teen and uh alicia cuthbert plays a porn star who moves into his house next door and he wants to nail her naturally who wouldn't and uh i just remember the trailer for that movie being like the hottest thing i had ever seen that movie came out probably in like oh five if I'm guessing, so I was like not, I was like 10, 9, I was in that area, if I'm correct about the year. Either way, I was a young boy. And uh, that trailer was like mind-blowing to me. That, that was like the first eye-opening experience I think I'd ever had. <laughs> it must be what it is. Um, and I eventually saw it, the movie's not that great. She is still fucking dynamite. So I don't know if that's what it is. Because, like, I just keep going back to that, and that, like, rocked my world. But I'm in love with you, Alicia Cuthbert. And you're, she's so fucking funny. She's so funny and great, but it's just, like, batting way too high. You know what I mean? Like, juxtaposed against everybody else in the show, nobody seems worthy of even being on television. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all the all the the wacky adventures they get into on that show. Every character is fucking awesome and provides a lot of laughs. At least by the end, you know, it was a little bit of a slow start, but yeah. Um, Penny's like an all-timer. And, like, they were quick to reference, like, they were quick to reference their own lapses and things where they would just be like, I don't know, like when Penny would say that she was dating someone and then the guy would never show up and then they would reference that. You know what I mean? Like they, they were just really on top of all of it. You know what I mean? They they knew exactly what they were doing and that I have a lot of respect for. Like eventually. Like they got there. Um, so right now, in the Damon Wayans pool, <laughs> TV vote, I'm going happy endings. Okay. Haven't finished New Girl. I guess I'll update when I get there, but I don't see that ranking changing. Now, uh, I will say that uh, that was fully off the dome. Okay. My, what do you want to call it? My syllabus? (laughs) No, uh, my outline for this episode just says New Girl. So that was my New Girl segment. Probably should have wrote some more detailed notes. That's why that may have come out a little disjointed. But I think you get the big picture, okay? Um, And if I didn't already mention, you know, reach out. Rfatpodcast at gmail.com. Ha-ha, see? I'm still plugging all the way through. It's what we do here. So that brings me to a much more exciting topic that... uh, I'm very excited to get into another big trender, though, that I just I couldn't stop hearing about it. HBO's Succession. 
everybody's you got to watch, you got to watch. It wins all the awards. Um, so did Shit's Creek. Let me tell you, gave it a shot, not into it. Hey, look, it's just another one of those things. Hey, look, everyone is painfully stupid. That's it. No redeeming. Nobody's like, oh, I would like to watch them. No, because they're just going to do something dumb. I don't find that funny. It may get better. Again, probably won't find out. Gave it a shot. Gave it a shot. But succession. This is exactly what I'm looking for, I think. (laughs) They. Wow. So the final straw was when the dude just showed up in a barstool pizza review and it's like oh my god succession is really just falling its way and that was like it was a weird happenstance thing if you don't watch those it's fine but basically the dude just walked up as a fan and they're like are you the guy in that show and he's like yeah and i was like this guy seems weird as hell okay i'm gonna watch this show but what ultimately it came down to was i was like i need a break from new girl let's get some drama going So I started watching season two of Fargo. I watched season one a long time ago, never started season two. Now that the Chris Rock season is out, I want to catch up. I know it's an anthology. I can skip the other two, but I don't want to. Okay, so don't fucking try to tell me that. Everybody's, you know, let me do it my way. And then it's just hard. It's hard to binge Fargo. You know, it's very slow paced. That's how Fargo works as a film and as a show. And, you know, I'm not thrilled with Jesse Plemons at the moment, as if you've heard my extra, extra scathing review of I'm thinking of ending things. That's more of an indictment of Charlie Kaufman as a director than it is anything else. But I was like, okay, Jesse Plemons with Kirsten Dunst. It's like, I don't. I don't know if I buy it because, again, Fargo is more just about simple people being stupid, making bad choices. So it's like a little, you know, it gets a little difficult at times because, I mean, you don't you don't see the twist coming. There's I guarantee that there's going to be one or like a big turn of events. I mean, I love the cast. I love that Ted Danson's in it. Big Ted Danson guy. He has had quite a late career revitalization. Big ups to Teddy Dan. Uh, but I'm going to get there. So anyway, uh, great performance in the first couple episodes by Kieran Culkin. So I was like, wait a sec. I was like, is that, I thought it was Macaulay. And I was like, is he, was he in Fargo? And like, nobody told me, look it up. No, it's Kieran. Didn't know his brother looked just like him. It's remarkable. Uh, but who knew he was also fucking fantastic. Shout out to Macaulay Culkin. Saw his Velvet Underground pizza cover band at Riot Fest one year. Pretty sick. I drank a lot of old Milwaukee early in the morning, and I held in my urine a dangerous amount to watch that set. So shout out to you, Macaulay Culkin. And also your brother, Kieran, because, wow. I know I just said that, but, like, I I double emphasis. Okay? So I was like, okay, he's in succession. That's enough succession. It's enough of me hearing about it. I'm just going to fucking put it on. Surely enough, I was hooked right away. Everybody's fucking great. Jeremy Strong is just like, he is that guy. 100%. Um, He is the poor man's Bradley Cooper. And uh, he is absolutely a dumb fuck, dickhead, billionaire kid who doesn't know what he's doing. I believe all of it. Um, The show is funny as fuck. Brian Cox is amazing. Everybody knows that. Um, ever since I saw like the Born Supremacy, saw that in theaters, man, he was a ruthless motherfucker in that movie. That was rough. I'm a little scared of Brian Cox, and he's very good at being scary. You know. Um, but my overall point was, uh, the big goon who showed up in the review that led me back ends up being my favorite character. I'm sure that that's a very popular opinion of Greg, but he is so fucking funny and good, and every little subtle thing he does is hilarious. He has these very 
real and quick, tiny little facial reactions to things that are just fucking hilarious, and it is just primo, prime time, great stuff across the board. I absolutely love it. Everybody's fuck. I wish there was more Greg. I wish that like he got like twenty minutes an episode. I can just watch him walk around and just be a fucking goofy idiot the whole time. And um, his dynamic with the brother-in-law guy is great, who is otherwise annoying. Like, I only like him when they're together. Like, when he, he starts, like, beating the shit out of him outside of the wedding. Amazing. Like, I couldn't even talk about it because I, I saw it happen again. And uh, I'm about to cry. It's just bringing me <laughs> on the brink of the giggles. And I'm trying to hold it in. And I'm welling up. Um, I am still not caught up having said that. So I don't even know how good it gets. That's why you hear me bringing up season one stuff. I finished season one in like 28 hours. I had to squeeze it in. But, you know, yesterday was football day, so I didn't get anything done. Um... And apparently season two is even better, which I can't even begin to imagine how that's possible. There were definitely some dull moments, I guess. But, I mean, through and through, I didn't really want to stop watching at any point. Which is a rare thing. Like, I've been trying to get into Watchmen, especially given my big Damon Lindelof fandom after The Leftovers. And uh, I just can't. It's not... It's not grabbing me. But, like, this show, it's just like, I can't fucking stop. It is so snappy and just authentic. I mean, there is not one second where I don't believe these people. And they did the right thing of getting, like, not, like, star, star people. You know? Because, you know, I just feel like you don't want anybody to overshadow their own character ever. But, I mean, HBO is just so good at casting for all of their shows, like, whether that's an HBO thing or a show-by-show basis, who fucking knows? I don't really care. It's just like, is there a show that is miscast? Not that I've seen. You know? And I, I don't know. I just cannot get enough. So I'm very excited to catch up on season two. I'm on I'm on the hype train. Uh, I get it. I'm buying in. I love every character. Well, you know, not Marsha, but who likes Marsha, you know? I mean, come on. It's also just very distracting because she plays Rami's mother, I believe, in Rami. Um, so I can't un unsee that and take her away from that because, uh, you know, I don't know. She just has way more screen time and is like a full fucking big part in Rami. And is very good and very effective and like got her own episodes and shit. Um, so it's like you're definitely Rami's mom and not these people's stepmom. And uh but you know, good for her. Great role. You know. I just can't unsee it. She's just too good in Rami. Shout out to Rami. Who uh has a beautiful stand up special that they shot at the Cultural Center here in Chicago. And it just looks great. Good special too. I believe that's also on HBO. So that's just uh, my current vibe. <laughs> oh, God, I couldn't say that seriously. Um, but I'm very excited to catch up on the rest of Succession. Still waiting on Better Call Saul Season 6 to come out. What the fuck are you guys doing? You know, you can get big quarantine ratings. I'm not buying the DVD. Please put it out. Uh, a lot of great Netflix movies are coming out, though. And uh, my monthly trial is about to... That's right, I don't have Netflix. Go fuck yourself. I don't like it. Too much original content that sucks. Uh, but yeah, I got the fucking monthly trial so I could watch I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Biggest mistake ever. I wish I'd never seen it. And uh, the trial's gonna expire before, like, the Fincher movie comes out. And, like, I think there's, a, what, the Sorkin movie is coming out on there. Is that true? I think I just made that up. If that's... It might not be Netflix. But either way, it's coming out. 
you know, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. So I'm very excited for all that. Those will probably be detailed and profiled individually. So we'll see how that goes. But it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for everybody's favorite segment. Sports Corner. All right. So, yeah, that's that's where we are. Here we go. The Lakers won the title. It's bullshit. LeBron screaming puts like nobody disrespects you. Maybe you think so. We literally like literally everybody knows that you are probably the greatest physical talent in the history of the sport of basketball. Nobody is not saying that, bro. Nobody is unaware that you haven't already won titles. I know you're supposed to be like stoked for a team that wins a title. I'm unhappy. I'm very unhappy. Like, dude, just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Instead of just like talking about how you're disrespected all the time, how about you just like say hard shit that makes people respect you instead of being soft about it? Because then that allows people like me to clearly pick you apart. Like, dude, I, we get it. Like, you're just not mentally tough like Jordan or Kobe. You don't have that. And that's why you've lost so many times in the finals. Amongst other things, you know what I mean? How are you going to beat the Warriors? Which he did in Cleveland. That's his achievement. Like, that's the big one. He's like, put some respect on my name. But, like, Kevin Durant isn't getting credit for his two titles like he should. Just like you shouldn't for any of yours besides the Cleveland one. I mean, you should get credit. Like, you're still a champion. But, like, you didn't do it. The Lakers didn't even make the fucking playoffs last year. Like, you wouldn't be there without Anthony Davis. You wouldn't have won the other ones without Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Possibly just Dwayne Wade. Uh, no offense to Chris Bosh. But, um, yeah. I mean, and you know, you're acting like you are just so special. It's like, no, you keep putting yourself on these super teams. You know, and it's like, cool, you can do that. You have all the freedom to do that. But then don't act like you're some fucking juggernaut that just, like, brings winning. You know, because it's like, yeah, of course you are going to win games, but you don't, like, bring in championships. You bring in trips to the finals. Like, if LeBron's on your team, you'll probably make it to the finals, but you're, you'll probably lose. Like, he has lost more times than he has won. That is not impressive. I mean, it is. But it's not something to, like, brag about in the... Con like, you know what I mean? Tom if Tom Brady was 3-6 and six instead of 6-3, and three, would people still be calling him the greatest of all time, or would there be arguments? You know what I mean? It wouldn't be undisputed. Bas virtually. Obviously, it's not literally undisputed. You know? Are the Buffalo Bills of the 90s the greatest team of all time because they lost four times in a row? No. Like, that's not a thought that happens. Losing the title isn't, isn't like a career-spanning achievement. Like, good, you made it. Congrats. But if you don't win, it doesn't, like, that's not, a, that's not cool. So, and it's just like any other argument for like a LeBron Jordan thing, if that's where you want to take it. The the LeBron arguments are just longevity and like Jordan kept retiring early. So I mean I don't know what, what you want me to say. It's just about what he did and how much time he did it and just like watch it. Like just watch it. Stop looking at numbers. Cause then you can look at six and oh versus what, four and nine or something? He's been to the finals like 150 times. I don't he's made it like every year for like 15 years. I don't really know how high the number even is at this point, but it's just like you know, great. And like I get it. The Lakers, you want to shout out Kobe to me disrespectful for you to shout out Kobe cuz I mean, Kobe probably wouldn't want you there. I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's true. I'm not going to speak on Kobe's behalf. But, you know, I just feel like Kobe was whooping on LeBron back in the day. So don't try to act like you did this for him. Y'all probably did not get along when he was in the league. Because did anybody really get along with Kobe? No. Because he wasn't a fucking chummy nice guy like you, LeBron. Because you're fucking soft, bro. 
That's it. Congratulations. You won again. You're not the best player ever, and you never will be. That's just how it is. You're too soft. I'm sorry. Okay. We good? Thanks. Um, Jimmy Butler, you're a fucking warrior, and you're amazing, and everything about your mentality is super correct. Like, if, if LeBron James had Jimmy Butler's mentality, then he would be the greatest player of all time. But physical specimen, dude, undoubted, no question. But I don't, I just don't like him as a player. Great guy, does great things for a lot of people, but I just don't, like, stop flopping, stop whining, stop screaming at the refs. It's like, dude, you're the best. You are the best on this court right now. Like you're the most talented person. Why are you why do you need all these calls and like things to go your way? How about you just go win, bro? Just be tough. I you know, that's leadership isn't fucking whining to the ref. Anyway. Y'all can worship the crybaby if you want. I'm a I'm a rep Jimmy Butler fucking slinging dick out there. Playing his heart out, sat for 45 seconds in that game, toe to toe, stepped up. If you know, if Drogic could have played the whole series, maybe it's different. I don't know. Anthony Davis is great, you know, and then you know, LeBron will go wherever he wants to after that. He's probably not leaving LA. I think LA was just like the stopping point, but uh, you know, it's just like who fucking cares? I'm pretty out on basketball. If that if that's how this is just gonna go every time now. Up oh, signed here. Now we're gonna just win the title. Now I'll go sign somewhere else. Try to do it there, and then we'll just move. It's like you just have to root for players and not teams. I'm not really into that. You know why does every like, you know what I mean? Good for the players that they get to do what they want and move to where they want to go. Um, you know all the power to them the league fucked up and allowing it to be like this though and yeah especially because the bulls are fucking horrible (laughs) that's a big factor but it's just like i don't know if everybody just might go at any point it's like who why am i going to be into this it was just like who can we sign who can we sign and then they can just be like i don't want to play here anymore and then they'll just be like okay Bye. You know, we'll just do whatever you want. I don't know. Just uh it seems rough. I'm not a fan. Um also what are the odds that only Cam Newton got covid? Pretty weird to me. You know, just him right before the Chiefs game. Seems suspicious. Hope you're good, Cam. You know, and then also the other only guy was Stefan Gilmore. What's next? Bill Belichick going to get COVID too? Big coincidence. You know, I, I don't know. Just saying. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The Bears are 4-1. I was very panicked after that Colts loss. The Colts seemed to be kind of legit, although they lost to the Browns. Maybe the Browns are legit. Don't know. Hard to say. Still early. Somehow they're four and one. This is literally, as I laid out, the best case scenario we could have possibly hoped for right now. And uh, the schedule is pretty rough in in the middle of the season. So we got to get all these early wins as many as we can. Um, there's that extra playoff spot this year. Pretty hopeful. If, if Foles can hold up and Nagy will just, you know, let go of the leash, bro. He's a different guy. You don't have to be as conservative. Like, I, you can tell he's just, like, afraid to be like, can I trust him? Because he went through years of just not being able to trust the guy, you know? Matt Nagy has trust issues, bro. We we get it. But, you know, come on. You got a Super Bowl MVP back there. Let's run it, okay? I think they're going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the defense is playing poorly, but then in every single game, it's just like, oh, wait, the Colts have 11 right now or whatever they had at one point before their last score. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's the fourth quarter. They have 16 or, you know, 
I don't remember how the scoring worked that got them to 19. But you know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, things could be a lot worse. You know, they could have 35. Like, we're never giving up points like that. The offensive talent is there. It's there. Like, you know, it's just like, just fucking put it together. I feel like Nagy's a good coach. If, but if the offense doesn't come together, maybe he's not. And that's just the sad truth. But hey, again, 4-1, and one, I'm loving it. <laughs> that's really all I have to say, okay? I don't want to jinx it, but I'm excited. And uh, lastly, before we get out of here, I just want to have a quick little chat about what I like to call the cheetah legs, okay? This may be controversial, and I'm okay with that because I just feel like I just I just want to say what I'm thinking. I could be wrong. I'm very open to being wrong, <laughs> and that's fine. But I just... There's just something I very, very don't understand. And I just want to see where we're at. <laughs> um, so there's that guy. I saw this because... I'm saying this because I saw that... Wow, that was a crazy mix-up right there. That's what happens when we get to the hour, folks. It's like... Whew, I'm running on fumes. Anyway, I'm running on cheetah legs... So there's that documentary, there's a documentary coming out about that guy who like was the double amputee who got the fake prosthetics and then like was running in the marathon or the sprint, whatever, with regular leg guys, okay? Human legs versus cheetah legs. I'm going to get into it. Hold on. But there's a documentary out about that guy coming out and he eventually like murdered his girlfriend, I guess, which I didn't even know about. Um, first things first, it's a four part thing. Definitely doesn't need to be four parts. Stop stretching it. Okay. Tiger King didn't need to be 10. The last dance was correct. Okay. I wish that there was more, but it was perfect. You know, it leaves you wanting more. That's good. Okay. We don't need all this excess because there's definitely no way, unless the murder thing is a whole long, crazy thing. And they're like showing trial footage. And then it's like, First half is the sports. Maybe the first two episodes of the sports story. Maybe the second two episodes are all true crime. Then that would be sick if it's like, here, we basically have a movie of this one and then a movie of this one. Then I'd be into it. But if the split isn't like that, then I'm out. Anyway, the murder part I wasn't aware of until I saw this thing. So I'm not really going to get into that part <laughs> right now. Um, Just in general, you know, go find... A murder thing who you know i don't i don't know the details i can't iron it out uh sorry you came to the wrong place this isn't uh <laughs> america's favorite true crime podcast right here requiem for a tuesday but okay so here's my position on this they're like this disabled man which is true okay i get it like, he gets to go up against regular, I don't know if they say regular, that even sounds mean as I say it, but they're like, he's going up against able-bodied men, and he gets to run just like he, he gets to overcome his handicap and run with everybody else in the Olympics. It is like a miracle. Now, here's here here's where I'm at on this, Okay. I think that that man is disabled in every other scenario than when he is a sprinter. If he happens to move his whatever part of regular part <laughs> of leg fast enough to be a sprinter, like that is amazing and that is a miracle within itself. But the fact that he's got these prosthetic legs designed to be like cheetah legs, okay? They're like modeled after the fastest hand water. I don't see how that's not like an advantage, just in sprinting, okay? My hands are up right now, okay? I'm just saying. How is it an, an advantage to have human legs 
when the other guy has cheetah legs. I would, you know what I mean? Do you want to race a cheetah? You think you're going to win gold? Just doesn't add up. That's all I'm saying. You know, is it an advantage at the grocery store? No. No. I get it. You know, he deserves a parking spot by the door. But in the context of, like, we're going to sprint, I don't know if I'm saying that this guy is disadvantaged. You might say he's advantaged. But, like... Can you really say that it's unfair? Is that cool? You know, it seems like, oh, we kind of got to let him race, dude. He doesn't have any legs. You know, it's not his fault. It's not his fault he doesn't have any legs, as far as I know. (laughs) Also, I don't know the source of the tragedy of the disabled thing, but also if he's a murderer, is it that tragic? That's a whole nother side of it that's complicated. I don't even want to touch that part. But, you know... (laughs) He's got cheetah legs. That's that's what I'm thinking. You know, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. You may have thought that that was the case. Just want to identify myself accurately. But uh, maybe in the documentary, they'll, they'll explain how cheetah legs are a disadvantage. And then I'll get my answer. Um, I'm just saying, pleading ignorance here. I don't know, but that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Come on. Tell me you didn't think that. Can't be the only one. If you know, let me know your thoughts. Rfatpodcast.gmail.com. Call back. Not really a callback, just my general plugs, which I will do one more time as we close out this week. Remember what I said, you know, we're 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 going to be changing the schedule at some point pretty soon, definitely before the end of the year. Excited about that. Uh just got some little projects and stuff want to get out of the way. Uh and then we're coming back. I want to be full-time to try to coincide with the merch drop cuz then we can kind of link everything up and it's like, all right, now we're a f- now we're fully in motion. But again, I want to get ahead of myself there. Uh, follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. Link in bio. Listen to the music. Wolfax, Multiplex. We got bangers. We got wild shit. Goes crazy. Um, yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Do all of that. Share it, please. Let's keep, keep those numbers going up. And uh, that's all I got. So uh, we'll talk soon. You silver spoon. You fucking goon. Also, like, Dwight Howard's got a ring now, like, technically. Come on. Alex Caruso? That guy's not good. Wouldn't it be way cool if Tyler Hero had a ring? All right. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to let y'all go. But first, just remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator. Calculator.